How's the mustache working out for you socially? Uh, compliments all the time. All the time? The, yeah. The main thing, though, is that people ask if it's new. Kind of like, oh, how old is your dog? Like, well, my dog is three, looks like a puppy. So I've got basically a puppy of a mustache because everybody's asking, oh, is this thing new? It's like, no, I've oh, been growing new look? it since. <laughs> it's like, nope, been growing this one since uh, January. Wow. Nine months I've been growing this thing. And you trim, though. I trim, I trim yeah. it now. Yeah. But I don't get, you know, I don't get that full, like, nostril to top of lip growth. It's like my natural shape here is a pencil. Is that true? It okay. So you, I do. I am noticing you have you have a a, a wide gap between lip and stash, and that is mm-hmm. that shaped, or is that natural? So it's, yeah, it's mostly natural. There's a couple okay. that kind of like hang down. It looks kind of stupid. You just clip like them. little catfish. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't grow all the way down. It doesn't grow right below the septum either. Yeah. 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 Septum is that what that's called? The little drain pipe on your... I think so. I think yeah. it's called a septum because that's when they get... People get those pierced, those little bull oh, piercings. Yeah. The bu- that's yeah. called a septum piercing, so I'm pretty oh. sure it's called a septum. All right. Um, well, I don't have my mustache anymore. It's toast. But mine mm-hmm. does grow pretty... In the end of the day, pretty full, but it takes a while to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like my I mustache, it. too. I might get it back. I might. Yeah. I might. I might. So, uh, do you want to intro, do you want to intro the pod? Sure. So we are in between cycles and we, Oh, my favorite week of the year. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. so in between cycles, you know, we try to watch something loosely fast, uh, universe related. And this time around, we've chosen to watch the 2018 Dwayne, the rock Johnson movie skyscraper yeah later than i thought for i think i had mentioned i mean we've obviously talked about skyscraper a lot on this Mm -hmm. podcast and i think i'd mentioned it in the context of like it was a 2016 movie or something like that Mm -hmm. that's when i thought it came out but nope much later i think the reason i thought it came out in 2016 was Mm -hmm. because this movie i mean We'll get to it, but like this movie feels a little bit like the atex, sorry, the apex of like the Western slash Chinese collaboration on like big budget action pictures. Mm -hmm. This feels like the embodiment of that to me. And to me, that sort of crested around the 2015, 2016, 17 era. And now it's much, much less. Um, Mostly because China has, like, developed their own very robust film industry and are sort of making a lot more movies domestically now. So mm-hmm. they, uh, don't need the, they don't need the uh, international uh, Hollywood box office to, you know, yeah. create popularity. They've got plenty of people watching the movies they make over there. Definitely, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> they've got a lot of people. <laughs> so, like, that helps, you know? Um. Yeah. So and 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 then, yeah. I guess their film industry is just so like robust enough to make that happen in a, in a way that it wasn't 15 years ago. And yeah. And what, what I mean, it's 
it blocks a lot of Western movies out of the Chinese market a lot of the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you were sort of seeing that trend happening past couple years, 2020. I mean, obviously, like, post-COVID, but it's like COVID... COVID didn't start it, but it really ramped up of, like, we're not obviously displaying any movies. And then when the movies came back, it's like the Chinese movie theaters weren't open yet. So it was everything mm-hmm. that was getting released wasn't getting released in China. And when the Chinese movie theaters came back open, it's like now China has this more robust thing. So there's less slots for Western movies to sort of fit in there. Hmm. You know, um, obviously Avatar opened in China and like did a billion dollars, whatever. So, it does happen, but yeah, it's sort of less of the effect of this kind of thing where it's like, okay, a Western production company and a Chinese production company team up to make a giant blockbuster action picture called Skyscraper, mm-hmm. starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, so this one's 2018. I, yeah, in the movie release timeline, I thought it came out maybe like, it felt like it came out the same summer. As San Andreas, which was 2015. Yeah. It feels right? like of that era, right? Yeah. I was like, he did San Andreas, then he did Skyscraper, then he did a bunch of... But it's like, that's not the case. This movie yeah. is much later than that. So, um, yeah, man. Fucking, have we watched San Andreas on the pod? I don't think so. Or I've he's like a helicopter pilot helicopter or something? Helicopter guy. Yeah. yeah. There's I think like I a whole watched... helicopter business that goes on in that movie. Hang on. Yeah. Um, so, and, am I wrong or is Michelle Rodriguez in that movie also? Ooh, she may be. But I'm, I might be confusing that <laughs> with like Avatar, in which she does play like a helicopter pilot, a helicopter. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let me do a little quick Googling on that. Yeah, but. Either way, between San Andreas and Skyscraper, you know, The Rock, I think, is at his best when he's playing a working man with a special skill set, but still has got that, yeah, you know, blue-collar touch. Definitely. Yeah, he's got that, exact. that's exactly right. He wears a blue collar in the movie Skyscraper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Michelle Rodriguez is not in San Andreas. I was definitely okay. confusing it. But Okay. So this is your first watch through. Yes. Of Skyscraper. I've seen this movie once before in theaters. Okay. <laughs> nice. I want to know cold out like what is your feeling about Skyscraper? Um so I was trying to place it. I was like, "All right, which which rock movies do I really enjoy the most? What are my top three rock movies? And this, you know, they're hard to remember. Yeah, they are like, very, all very forgettable. That is yeah. the thing about them. Right. I mean, I think I like Pain and Gain. I think I like yes. The Rundown. Yes. And I think I like The Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy's good. We've seen The Tooth Fairy <laughs> on the pod, and we liked it, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, but this is... You know, this is kind of up there as well, I guess. Um, I it's think in the top zone. Yeah. It's in the top zone. It's in the top zone. Um, I mean, just to really get into it, the, the star of this movie, truly, 
is the prosthetic leg. Oh, 100%. (laughs) So to set the scene for you guys, um, The Rock plays Will Sawyer, which Mm -hmm. is a name that probably took a screenwriter about five seconds to come up with, who is a ex-Marine, ex-police SWAT team operative sort of thing. Mm -hmm. He had a, like there was an incident, he lost a leg. On like a home, you know, raid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He lost a leg, and now he does like security consulting, right? Right. And high he's end. high yeah. end security, but he's sort of a he's still a slim and trim operation. It's just him in a garage, but he yeah. does these oh, yeah. high end security consulting. He gets hired by a friend or like, um, you know, uh, um, vouched for by a friend. Played by Pablo Shriver. We'll talk about Pablo in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, to do a security rundown for this giant, world's tallest building skyscraper, Three times which the definitely size wouldn't of the hire like a whole building. firm. Would definitely hire this one guy. <laughs> they said because he was the least expensive. They're like, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so he gets hired to do like a security check on this whole operation, basically, Mm -hmm. of a newly built, world's tallest building, built by a crazy billionaire, um, played by Chin Han, who was Mm -hmm. in the Dark Knight movie, the second one I think he was in. He plays like the banker in the second one. I recognized him before, but I couldn't place him. That's where you recognize him from. In my, that's his like most memorable performance in that. Mm -hmm. Which, I weirdly think he's better in this movie than that movie, but that's okay. He does a good job. And, in skyscraper, uh, yeah, totally. And the um, so the building, the skyscraper itself has all kinds of features as well. It's not <laughs> we got to dig in. We got to <laughs> dig into. Okay, so yes, the star is the prosthetic leg. We'll get to the prosthetic leg. I have a lot of thoughts about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we got to dig into the skyscraper. <laughs> It's got a lot going on, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's got the double helix um, energy system, triple helix. <laughs> I'm not sure. Is it a double? It's like, okay, you're right. You're right. right? I think yeah. it's like a double helix. It's like a wind turbine in the middle of the thing. Which powers the building? Powers maybe? the building, yeah. Okay. It doesn't and seem it like also- it would generate enough electricity for that, but I'm buying it. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then it has like crazy elevators in the middle, as well as a yeah. fully uh, self-sustaining ecosystem. Like the center of the building is like opens up. So <laughs> there's like three posts which have like regular rooms and shit. And then, but the middle of the building, the middle of it is like this giant eco garden, crazy with waterfalls and all kinds of shit like that, mm-hmm. right? Um. And then above that line is like residential, it's like the residential portion. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be this whole, you don't, you never need to leave the building kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then at the top of the building, <laughs> there is a has, tennis ball. Uh-huh. There's a tennis ball, uh, which is also the uh, Professor Xavier, like, e- the, mind exactly. chamber. It thing. is, Exactly. <laughs> 
the movie keeps it a secret for like 10 minutes where you're, it's like, it's going to be the most popular tourist attraction in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, what could be in that ball? And it turns out it's like a big LED screen (laughs) with a bunch of other pop-out LED screens that, you know, can simulate different environments. Mm -hmm. My question about the ball, or what's he called? He calls it the pearl. The building itself is called the pearl, and then I think also the ball at the top is called the pearl. Mm -hmm. My question about the pearl is, like, it's this attraction that is basically lined inside with a bunch of LED or like video screens, high-tech mm-hmm. video screens that can simulate, you know, a jungle or you could simulate like you could just make the building disappear at one point they do this and you can just yeah. see down to the ground. Does it need to be high? Up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why couldn't like, you put that on the ground? Why don't you, you put like just... six of them on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. It seems like yeah. a thing you probably just do it like a complex you know like a mall Mm. you could put this in a mall and it would ostensibly function the same right right just like uh disney world just like this center it's like it's like an epcot ball or like the big ball at the basketball hall of fame have you ever Mm -hmm. seen the basketball hall of fame like that building is like a giant i've seen it from the outside yeah yeah, that's that's a medium size orb. That's yeah. not even as large as a in terms of the orb scale. Yeah. It goes basketball hall of fame, Epcot, the Pearl from the uh, movie Skyscraper. Those are exactly sort of the top worldwide orbs. Yeah, um, and then you know the main protagonist of uh, feature of the building is its high tech security system, totally. which um, they've they've given the owner's manual to Sawyer. Yeah. And he pre-read, I assume, the entire thing. So is He knows what's is up. The old, he's the only expert yep. on the planet. Yeah, on the building. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into this. He's referred by his f- friend, who's played by Pablo Shriver, a mm-hmm. very good actor who I like a lot, who does a lot of junky stuff. Um. Mm-hmm. Who Related has to leave Striver? A brothers, in fact. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, who? But he has a look where when you see him in a movie like this, you're immediately like, "This guy's a bad guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this guy is like a note is no good. <laughs> uh-huh. Reconsider your friendship with him before Absolutely. proceeding. He's <laughs> yeah. like the perfect ex-marine who feels like fucked over and is out for cash. Like exactly. <laughs> Like 100%. Immediately, you're like, The Rock, don't trust this guy. (laughs) So I know the part of this movie I'm missing, even on my second rewatch, is like what his, he takes the, there's a business with the the tablet Mm -hmm. where he needs, the bad guys need the billionaire's tablet to control the building. And the billionaire gives his tablet to The Rock and there's a tablet switch or something, but the rock sort of figures it out and gets it back. Mm-hmm. And that fucks up the whole bad guy plan immediately yeah. on the outset. Where it's like, oh, now they have to reveal to the rock that they're nefarious and that his friend has betrayed him and they get in a big fight, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what happens? Or like, I, the tablet stuff was kind of hard for me to keep track of. It mm-hmm. lost me. Maybe because it was like boring, the most boring part. 
They yeah. were. I was like, okay, great. Tablet. So they were saying, um, they were saying that they, uh, so Sawyer, the rock was demonstrating that he did the homework ahead of time. So he was walking through his presentation. This stuff basically all looks good. Yeah. So the, really the only thing that I need to check to get your final star of security approval is yeah. this annex that you have that's one mile away, which gotcha. is basically your backup drive and security outpost. Gotcha. And um, Zhao, the billionaire owner of the building, says, oh, we've already thought of that. We're happy to uh, give you full access to that. Here's okay. the tablet and the building using complicated AI is now keyed to your face. To your so face. Now you're the gotcha, only one the facial recognition thing, right. Yeah. yeah, over there to do the final ch- security checks. Yeah. Got it. And that gets Pablo and The Rock off-site, which is an mm-hmm. important and very key plot point in the movie. The Rock's family has come with him to Hong Kong. Uh-huh. I believe this takes place in Hong Kong, Yes. I think so, too. Or, like, maybe it's not said explicitly, but it's a stand-in for Hong Kong kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But, so, The Rock... The Rock's family has come with him. They are in the skyscraper Mm -hmm. while all this is going down. Right. And there are... Yeah, he is a strong, healthy relationship with his family. Wife, two small kids. Like... (laughs) relationship goals in a way like really it seems like a pretty good marriage a pretty good situation going on mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um the rock and pablo go off site to do this annex thing slash like get a beer or something right? uh-huh. and then the plot unfolds the it's so it's like weirdly complicated the kid has asthma. one of the kids have asthma right Younger is is the boy. The boy he has asthma. They've gone to like the zoo that's in the building to see the panda feeding, which is late at night for some reason. Uh, which I is, think they left the premises. They left no, the no, premises no, no. to go see. No, well, oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. But they I came see. back too soon. Right, because... right, 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 right. They came back too soon to the building, and while they came back, all these like baddies had entered the building nefariously mm-hmm. and set fire to the, a few floors below them. Right, right. the the okay. fan room, <laughs> the fan room. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Nev Campbell plays the wife. She's fine, underserved in this movie, in my opinion. But like, mm-hmm. sure. Um. Yeah. Um, Okay, and the bad guy's ultimate plan, it seems like, Mm -hmm. set fire to the building, deactivate, use the rock's tablet to deactivate the fire suppression system. So the fire Mm -hmm. spreads enough that Chin Han, the billionaire who built the building, who's in the penthouse, will Mm -hmm. leave his, like, I, like his diamond encrusted safe room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and try to flee from the building during which point he will take a flash drive with information on 
Okay, we'll get to what's on the flash drive in a second because we got to parse it out somehow. Yeah. He'll take that flash drive with him. The bad guys, baddies will meet him at the helicopter landing pad, take the flash drive, and use his helicopter to escape. Mm-hmm. Or jump off the building and parachute to... They'll jump off... That's what they're going to do. They're going right. to jump off the helicopter pad, parachute to like a safe construction... Abandoned construction zone and get away mm-hmm. with the flash drive in tow. The thing they want... All this is for... Is the for the flash drive, Daryl? Uh huh. Please explain to me what is on the flash drive in the movie's skyscraper. A very fancy looking flash drive, I will say. Yeah, it yeah, the flash drive looks it's red and kind of oblong, not <laughs> unlike a Sony Ericsson phone of the early two thousands. Yes, it's very like it has a, like a suppository. Stuff. It kind of looks like a large <laughs> suppository. suppository. <laughs> um, so I think Jean says that he goes, "All right, I started making a bunch of money. I I told or I announced that I was going to make the world's biggest and best building, but the there are three crime syndicates mm-hmm. in the area who mm. said, hey." You gotta give us a piece of the business, pay right. up, or we're gonna mess with you down the line. Okay. And he said, suck it. Yeah. So suck it and fuck it, please. <laughs> <laughs> um he did that, but I think then he um planted a Trojan horse. He's like, you know what? I'll pay you a little bit, but he put a um tracking device inside of his wire transfer to the bad boys. Uh. And was able to discover all of the, um, whatever, other shadow entities that allowed the crime syndicate to function. Gotcha. So he basically got the rundown of like who, what, where, when, and how, mm-hmm. and how much. Yeah. Are all these crime syndicates going down in the local area? And the crime syndicates want that money back. Mm-hmm. He didn't take it from them. He just oh, they just want that, that info. Has. They want yeah. that info secured. Got it. Got right. it. All right. And have they hired this like f- vaguely European person to get it back, <laughs> or is he some has some sort of personal stake? I think he has some sort of personal stake. Like he fucked up and let the information slip, and the mm. crime syndicates were like, "You need to go fix this, or we're gonna kill you." Mm-hmm. That was my interpretation of like this guy who I've never seen before really um, trying to like look up who he is. Uh, I I think he's, I think he's hired like a Roland Moller is the actor's name. Mm -hmm. He plays a character named Kors Botta, which is Botta is like a South African surname. I know that. Okay. But he does, I think he plays, he does this where he plays a lot of sort of vague European baddies. That's like a, mm-hmm. kind of his game. The Commuter, a good Liam Neeson movie, Atomic Blonde, the um, Charles Tehran uh, action flick. Yeah. He does like these like mid-market action movies where he plays baddies. Yeah. So, perfect for okay. this. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. So he's yeah, he's there to be the enforcer. He's just there to rough Zhao up. Mm-hmm. I think at some point he he refers to on behalf of 
whatever whatever I'm working for. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So, Skyscraper. The Rock mm-hmm. is... Okay, so awesome. we've established what's going on. <laughs> we've established... We've gotten to the point, the important point. And we and the screenwriters have got... Have, have like place the things in place that need to happen for our scene is, you know, our scene to be set. The Rock's family in Skyscraper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> skyscraper on fire. The Rock outside of Skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the important part. So, like, then this movie can kind of cook and <laughs> be like, oh, yeah. Now, yeah. what The Rock obviously needs to do is get out of Skyscraper into Skyscraper. <laughs> yeah. But they don't make it easy for him. No, they do not. Right? Because they've given him a prosthetic leg, mm-hmm. which he uses even in his battle with his former friend and associate. Um, first thing they do is they start kicking each other in the shins. Yeah. His associate like knows what's up and is, like starts trying to kick his leg out. Yeah, the leg piece is the wildest part of this movie. Whereas like you could completely do this movie without the leg. Right? Exactly. Like, this movie would be a perfectly serviceable action movie. But the thing that elevates this movie to, like, the next level, for me at least, uh-huh. and I think part of the reason why I watched this in the theater in 2018, I was like, they kind of, like, it's like kind of a stroke of genius. <laughs> the leg thing is like kind of the stroke of genius that makes the movie work, right? I agree. I yeah. Agree. It's the thing that's most memorable. So they're, they're kicking it around. He's wiping it. Yeah, he's like... Uh, I think his leg is bent after that initial okay. fight. I took time. account of, I, I, I was like, what are the times in this movie that the leg is off the, <laughs> the rock? I did do a rundown. Uh-huh. So it's off, it comes off his body four times. Mm-hmm. Once in the beginning where he's like, it's the flash forward to present day and he's with his family and he like, it's after the sort of grenade bomb mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So we see he has lost his leg and he puts it on his body. Two is in when the po- fight with Pablo, <laughs> where he, Pablo like kicks it off his body in an amazing fashion. Three, he removes it to fix it with like a big hammer once he enters the skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And four, he like detaches it and flips over and grabs hold of it to hook on. The side of the building, which is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a total of four in my in my count of like mm-hmm. that. Those are the times the legs come off. He has to climb a crane, mm-hmm. which would be a feat in itself. But like the movie has added this leg thing onto it, which is like I think the like. From the moment the music starts ramping up and he like looks up the crane mm-hmm. to where he thinks he could maybe get into the building from the crane to the point where he enters the building through like the smash window is the best sequence in the movie for me. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, even leading up to the crane. So he's still at the security outpost. He mm-hmm. sees the building. He sees the crane. He goes, you know what? I need to get over there. Yeah. So he's... Yeah, he's actively yeah hobbling a little bit as he's moving throughout <laughs> they, the they do. Movement. He definitely is doing a walk. A walk. <laughs> you know he's what I mean? Like, walk. oh, The Rock has like is de- internalized the character and uh-huh. been like, how would I walk if I had one? 
back and is doing something there, right? So, uh, but the way that he closes that gap is he doesn't run the whole thing. He ends up getting a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did make you, a note about this. You as a motorcycle rider, mm-hmm. um, I believe the I believe Sawyer's left leg is the yeah. one with the prosthetic. Yeah. Would you be able to drive to operate it a depends. motorcycle? I think it ultimately really depends on the prosthetic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you need a lot of ankle facility mm-hmm. for the motorcycle. That's actually more than just up and down on the left mm-hmm. leg. The reason being that's your clutch, right? Or, or it's not your clutch. That's like your gear shift. So you pull yeah. the clutch and you shift with the left foot mm-hmm. and you can go up or you can go down right obviously that's just sort of flexion and i do think some i mean i don't really know how, we're gonna be out of our depths in like two seconds on this prosthetic shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like so that's flexion which i don't know maybe he has like a super advanced thing that like he can flex the ankle independently up and down mm-hmm. but what you really also need is like when you pop it up to shift up right and then in say a few minutes you need to shift it down you actually need to twist your ankle out up and back in to then push uh, it down right like so there is there's not there's like flexion up and down but then there's like rotation side yeah. to side of the ankle that you need to it's like you need the sort of the full orbital movement of the ankle to ride the motorcycle mm-hmm. especially on the left side the right side is actually much Easier because it's just brake. You all you have to do is compress it. Mm-hmm. But on the left side, the gear shift is much more complicated. I did write a note of like, is it possible to ride a motorcycle with one leg? I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. Like maybe if it's the right leg that's missing, it's possible, but not the left. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a motorcycle that's specially whatever. But he just <laughs> picks it off off the street. Right. So I don't know. Maybe do they drive on the other side in Hong Kong? Hmm. I don't think motorcycles are built differently if they drive on the other side. I just, it was under British rule for a long, it was a British special territory for a long time. So Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe they're on the other side, but I don't know. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure that's questionable, right? The motorcycle business is questionable. Um, and like he's the thing I had trouble with on this watch was the movie takes too long to get to the point. Right. It mm-hmm. like, it's movie's pretty good, but it takes, like, by the time the motorcycle stuff happening, you're like 40 minutes in, 40, 45 minutes in the movie. And like, it takes too long to get the point. And the point of the movie is skyscraper, right? Like, mm-hmm. get to the point. <laughs> yeah. So that's the part I was like, whatever. They also do, I think it's important to talk about, it was interesting to me. On the first, like the leg thing was interesting to me, but also I think the thing that's interesting about this movie is there are two Chinese, Hong Kong Chinese characters in the movie. The two police people, mm-hmm. um, Inspector Wu and Jia, X I A. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that in any semblance correctly. Um, played by Brian Byron Mann and Hannah Quinn Levan. I don't. I've never seen them before in anything, hmm. but there are extended like police 
scene where they're in like this police trailer and they're sort of doing police investigative business and they have to deal with Neb Campbell at a certain point later on. But mm-hmm. it's like all in Chinese, which I think is like good and interesting. I don't know. I like there's like a, this right. whole thing where like. There's this 20 minute chunk of the movie that's just in purely in Chinese with chi- with subtitles and I was like, "Oh, great. Like a movie set in China has Chinese characters talking to each other in Chinese." Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like that's an interesting thing in a big blockbuster, I don't know, westernized action movie. I mm-hmm. liked it. I liked that yeah. part of the movie quite a bit. And I think cool. those two actors are good and I think I could have used more of it maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on I'm, They weren't. Were they doing anything, though? They were mostly observing. Did they, they didn't send any police officers into the building. No, no, no. They all just... Okay, so, like, I really feel like the rock skyscraper shit got shot in, like, one location. Like, in, mm-hmm. in California or, or Vancouver or something, right? Yeah. With all the rock doing this, his skyscraper shit. And then, like, all the Chinese stuff was, like, in shot in China with Chinese actors at a totally different time. Uh-huh. And they, like, built a trailer set on a sound, on a lot and just, like, did it there. Because it's basically they're in the Chinese police trailer with all the screens and shit, like the command center. And mm-hmm. then they're, like immediately outside of the command center in this sort of cordoned off area with some people and flashing lights. You know what I mean? That's like probably mm-hmm. green screen behind them. And that's basically it for them. Yeah. And you the know? rest of the, you know, a lot of the storytelling is done via newscast where they show, totally. right. They show the action on screen, but they show a Chinese <laughs> You know, a street corner of people watching all <laughs> the action. That is also home. this other kind of amazing element of this movie where they, like, get the crowd hyped up and involved the whole time. Where you keep <laughs> checking in with, like, the public opinion of The Rock, of yeah. <laughs> Rock's character. And at first they're, like, thumbs down. He's, right. he's the baddie. You know, obviously he's going to get blamed for all this stuff. And then as soon as he, like, is evading the cops and climbing up the tower to get back in the skyscraper and the crowd learns his wife and kids are in there, they're like, yeah! Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, like, appreciated this, like, the big Chinese portion of them. I thought it was like an interesting and like a thing to do in a big Western movie, action, mm-hmm. the rock movie. Yeah. I was like this movie has some standout features for me where I'm like, okay, good. You know, like do this interesting stuff. Like, wow. Yeah. Like take these big swings. I understand that like, because like those Chinese scenes are, 100% in the movie because of, this was funded in portion by a Chinese company that was like, we need to have our, you know, we need to have star Chinese stars in a big Chinese portion of this movie. Mm-hmm. To me, that's like the vibe of those scenes a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, great. Yeah, sounds good. It's, it's interesting. The leg is fucking interesting. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, the skyscraper with the LED screens at the top. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. 
this movie's got stuff going on that I'm like, okay, at least they're taking some swings and not just driving around in a helicopter the whole time or like the bridge blows up or like, you know what I mean? Like there's stuff happening. Mm -hmm. Um, other thoughts about skyscraper for you. Yeah. So, all right, let me recap. How does it end then? So he sends, he sends the, his wife and his son down in the elevator shaft. Yeah. So spoilers, he gets into the skyscraper (laughs) and then, There's an extended sequence where they're in the like garden pavilion area, mm-hmm. but it's also on fire and they're separated from the kids. Yeah. And so he basically gets to his wife and son and hacks the elevator to like let it oh, yeah. fall and she has to pull the emergency brake at the bottom to get out mm-hmm. and she pulls it off. And so his wife and kid are out, but his daughter is still... Mm. Oh yeah, so she gets captured. Yes, by the bad guys. Yes, and who want his ability to get into the billionaire penthouse ironclad panic room? That's what they need the rock for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're able to do that. So they they extract billionaire who has the little thingamajigger. The USB, the flash drive. He's got the flash drive, yep. And then they try to do an exchange. Daughter. Wait, 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 but you were skipping over a big part of this movie, which is uh-huh. they get, basically, they take the daughter up to the, pen, outside the penthouse. The Rock follows them, and they explain to The Rock, if you can't get us inside, we're going to kill your daughter. And then leave for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the rock comes up with this plan. He like finds that there's an ancillary security override that's hidden in the middle of the wind turbine. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Okay. This is like this is like the good shit kind of though. You know. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> Where he has to like smash the window, and the only way to get there because of the fire is to smash the window open, tie himself to a rope, <laughs> use duct tape on his hand, which there's a whole duct tape thing in this movie that's a little overbrought that I don't like, right? Yeah. There's like way yeah. too many lines about du- <laughs> duct yeah. tape in the movie. He uses like duct tape to make his hands like sticky, <laughs> like a Spider Man. <laughs> And he's a 300-plus-pound person. <laughs> well, he does have, like, a ledge to walk on. So yeah. there is this, like, he's, like, sticky on his feet on the ledge, and then he's just sort of using the duct tape to sort of adhere him to the windows outside. Mm. Crawl along the ledge, jump between the rotating blades of the triple helix wind turbine mm. to the central point, hack the security system... At which the same time the fire like spreads to the turbine and it's like breaking down. He has to jump, emergency uh-huh. jump back from there. And then what happens? The ledge collapses. He <coughs> falls down, is caught by the rope that he set up before, but the rope catches only <laughs> on his, <laughs> his prosthetic foot and like. Like, pops his knee out of the socket. 
<laughs> and then at the last minute be- second before he falls down, he like pops his leg out, <laughs> flips 180 and grabs onto the, <laughs> like, the prosthetic leg <laughs> that's hanging off the rope. Uh-huh. It's an incredible yeah. sequence. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. then he gets back up to the floor and he 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 the doors of the emergency security system realizes what's happening. The doors are now closing again as he's re-entered the building. He uh, crawls on the floor and jams his leg in the security doors to stop them from closing all the way. Yeah. Flips inside and is now in it with a billionaire. And he takes his prosthetic leg out as the door stepped Kisses it. For this good movie luck. is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to emphasize, guys, how much this movie is actually pretty good. Okay, uh-huh. like yeah. not bad <laughs> at all. Um, so then his daughter is still with the baddies. He's like, like fuck you, billionaire. I don't care what they want. They can have this flash drive. I want my daughter back. So he, like, devises a plan with the billionaire to get, I don't know, kill the bad. They go for a confrontation. That confrontation happens by the helicopter pad slash the pearl with the LED screens where it's it turns into, like, immediately in the beginning when they show you the sort of how the pearl and the LED all works, you're like, oh, it's going to be like a hall of mirrors at the end. And lo and behold, that's exactly what it is. Um, Right. Yeah, and then, like, he, there's a hole that gets blown in the floor of the Pearl, which doesn't make sense from an architectural standpoint, because it's like, they blow the hole, and then in the, okay. Mm -hmm. I I have to point this out, because I do take issue with it. (laughs) The Pearl is a tall tennis ball. Right. Yes? The floor is shown in the movie, to be at the midsection of the tennis ball. Mm-hmm. So if you blew a hole in the floor, it would go to the bottom. You would be just like open to the bottom of the tennis ball. But mm-hmm. when they blow a hole in the floor in the movie at the end, it's open to like the floor, like to below. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Mm. And then he like kicks the guy and his grenade out of the through the floor and he like falls to his death and he has his daughter mm-hmm. back. They're about to die in a oh, fire, right. but then Nev Campbell off site who has helped the cops figure out everything. Yeah. She, <laughs> the cops are like, what's this tablet? <laughs> It's such a weird scene where like what uh, it's probably garbage. Just throw it over there. We'll look at it later. Yeah. <laughs> and Nev's like, no, wait, that tablet is maybe important. And she like mm-hmm. hacks the tablet to turn the fire suppression system back on in the building and saves the rock and his daughter. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't hack it. She she demonstrates in the introduction of her character early in the movie that she has. No ability to even operate. Her oh, that's cell right. Phone. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she she needs to hand it to the rock. Hey, honey, can you fix my thing? It's just acting funny. 
What her real accomplishment is, I feel like in the tablet scene where she's figuring out the fire suppression system. Do mm-hmm. you ever have a, like a friend prank you and change your settings on your phone to like Chinese, you know, to like French or something, like a different uh-huh. language? You're like, yeah. fuck, how do I get it back? And you have to like go yeah. through the settings in fucking French to figure out. That's what she has. She has to like go through this Chinese tablet to figure out the fire suppression system. Exactly. That's essentially what Nev Campbell does. Look, we're kind of wrapping up here. Yeah. I don't have a ton of other points about the movie to make. I wrote a note that's like, if there's a rooftop helicopter, it's going down in one of these. Like that is exploding in one of these movies, which does happen. And I think this movie's like, I I don't know what else to say, but like, I think this movie's pretty good. (laughs) Like, I don't hate it. Like, if I went to a friend's house and they were thrown on Skyscraper, I was like, okay, whatever. I'll watch Skyscraper again. Mm -hmm. It is directed by the same guy who directed Red Notice. Oh. Which maybe is how it came up first on this podcast. We were watching Red Notice and talking about how much we disliked it. And I noticed that it was the same director and was like, that's weird. Because I think Skyscraper might be kind of good. Um... And it to me it like harkens to these disaster movies of old that like don't get made anymore, you know? Mm. Volcano, that weird Tommy Lee Jones movie about a volcano that pops up in LA. Pretty good. Sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. Poseidon, like this crazy, you know, the like ship disaster movie. I don't know. It's like these these disa- these big blockbuster disaster movies. I like them. I think we should bring mm. them back. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I agree. I like Skyscraper. I think it's worth watching. Yeah. I think the prosthetic leg just, it's so well utilized throughout the whole thing. It totally. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't, I have two able legs, but I, my impression is that it's not done in a disrespectful way. I mean, listen, we're not obviously the <laughs> arbiters of that. I just think the prosthetic leg, I'm so glad they didn't just use the prosthetic leg as like a weepy, like I have to overcome this thing for the Rock's character. Mm -hmm. If you're going to throw in the prosthetic leg, I like that they were like, it's a hook. They have to, he has to fix it at some point. You know what I mean? Like he has to climb a bunch of shit and it's hard. Yeah. I really like that. It's like, to me, it elevates this movie into a zone that it wouldn't be otherwise. I think this movie is pretty good. You know, Skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Maybe tall is bad. That's the moral of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say about Skyscraper? No? That's all uh, The only thing else before we... Are we going to do shout-outs? You want to do shout-outs? Uh, do you have one? I don't really have one prepped, so I don't care if we don't, if we skip it this week. Let's skip, Let's skip it. it for this tweener. Um, the only thing I'll say about The Rock before we close out is that, like, I do think one of his main secret strengths is that he's always pretty good with kids. Mm. Like, he's got some charisma when there's, like, a kid involved and he's, like, hanging out with the kids. That probably comes from him and, like, the wrestling shit and, like, just very being very naturally comfortable around that. Um... So I think it's an advantage, like, I think that's 
why some of the rock stuff works in certain movies and some of it's I actually think it's a big factor in the rock's mm -hmm. like stuff. Like the times mm -hmm. when the rock kind of works is like when there's like kids involved and he's dealing with kid stuff. He's good with his daughter in like he's charismatic. Even the Hobson Shaw stuff like it doesn't work but it works better when it's with the kid, right? Yeah. Um uh anyway yeah. Yeah. And the, what, that's a good point. what's the, what's the Tinkerbell one? What's the one? The Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. It's the whole movie is him with a kid. And isn't there one where he's like a hockey dad? He's like plays hockey and there's like a kid yeah. and makes a magic wish or some shit like that. What movie is that? <laughs> Was that not the same movie? I don't, as the, tink, as the Tooth Fairy? Yeah. Okay. The, I think you're right. The Tooth Fairy the, is the hockey one. I feel like there's a football one too that involves a kid, but I could be wrong about that. Hard to know. There's definitely the Tooth Fairy. He plays Derek. Derek, no last name in the Tooth Fairy. Mm -hmm. The game plan. Mm. Joel Joe Kingman. The game plan. An NFL quarterback living the bachelor lifestyle discovers he has an eight-year-old daughter from a previous relationship, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Nice. So, yeah, maybe that'll be on the list at some point. Um, anyway, this has been a great cycle, cycle 26. I've enjoyed the whole, all the way through. I enjoyed watching Skyscraper with you next cycle cycle 27 i don't know the order other than we're gonna rewatch fast x first so we're gonna decide the order Excellent. probably after that but we're gonna rewatch fast x it's gonna be our first episode next cycle we're gonna have like fresh eyes clear hearts see what we think about it again see what we think about that momoa performance again mm -hmm. after we mm -hmm. like effusively we did praise it, I think, in our first app. Yeah, I think we gave it a thumbs up. We gave it a thumbs up. We'll see if it holds. I don't know. Um, if you want to reach out to us, it's no one likes the tuna podcast at gmail.com. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. That's it. You got anything else you want to plug this week? What's going on? Uh, no, I'm all good. Word. Great cycle here. Yeah. Always a pleasure, Nick. Daryl, my man. Always a pleasure. Take care, buddy. Till next time.